here today with Mabel Koff. Mabel is a senior at Bryn Mawr, a competitive swimmer, and a future Yale Bulldog. I am excited to be joined by Mabel today as we talk on episode 139 about everything that's going on in your life, Mabel, and you know what um, what's happening in your world right now. So yeah. thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, you covered all of my bases. <laughs> so we were thinking that we could start our episode a little bit differently mm-hmm. today than I usually, you know, I usually just start asking questions, but we're going to play a little game where I've got a list of 20 questions and uh, Mabel and I are going to ask each other some questions on this list after drawing from the hat here of Dunkin' Donuts cup yeah. in the middle. So I'll go first, Mabel, and then, right. and we'll... Take turns. Take it by then. So question number eight is, are there any podcasts that you listen to or do you only listen to music? Um, I'm definitely uh, a listener of music. I love to listen to music when I swim. Um, Recently, I've been trying to get into podcasts because it's been a big thing that a lot of Bryn girls are talking about Um, recently. There was a convocation about podcasts and how they listen to it and how it's calming or just good for advice. So I've been trying to. Um, I have listened to a few episodes of this podcast, I will admit, and I am a big fan, especially when they're my friends on here. So yes, I, I do like podcasts, but definitely more more so music. What about you? Um, I, I've been getting into audiobooks again. I go back yeah. and forth with audiobooks because I get distracted you know it's it's hard for me unless I'm going on a long drive to listen to an audiobook but I don't have airpods so I don't have earphones or anything I just have this speaker that I used in class last year in English that I just like playing out loud um are you more like is it because you don't like your earbuds or what about your phones I don't know something about your I got into my head at some point that the earpods are I feel like when you're walking around with them in, they almost tell everyone around you, like, get away from me. I don't want to talk to you. And (laughs) I feel like on campus and at school, like, if I was wearing those things all the time, people would think he's not really here, you know. Mm -hmm. I just don't – I personally don't think they should be allowed on campus campus. because, I don't know, it just – it tells people I'm not really in the mood to talk to you, I feel like. yeah, yeah. Um. I just like the sound quality of music playing out loud, too, more mm. so. But there are times I definitely am like, I wish I had my ear pods again when I go yeah. for a run or something. I was going to ask about the running, yeah, definitely. Because you you always played the music out loud when we had class last year, for sure. Do you – so when you say you listen to music when you swim, how does that work? Yeah, so I think everybody does their, like, pre, pre like, workouts or – whatever. For meats, it's like a pre-meat ritual. Um, so before a race, I like to listen to specific music for me. It's Moves Like Jagger. I love that song. Um, I swim to music, so I just like have a song playing in my head when I swim. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's it's a little like funny quirk that I do. Um, I love like listening to music right before I swim. And then as I'm swimming, I like to have a song playing in my head. And sometimes I'll like swim to the beat or something like that. So does that just help you mentally, I guess, stay focused on or or just be in the moment maybe? I mean, sometimes definitely 
like if it's a longer race, um, it, it just like gives you motivation <laughs> to keep going. Um, so yeah, it's, it's something to help me stay in the moment. It's also just something that's fun for me to focus on. I don't know. I found that it helps me. That's awesome. Yeah. I've, I need to get into swimming, but I know you guys have the pool booked. You know, it's <laughs> it's very hard to uh, get in that pool with Bryn Mawr swimming there and yeah. Gilman and morning practices. It's and a coveted space for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, especially with like water polo, I know last year and everything, it it gets booked quick. Definitely. So let's go to let's go to the second drawing. All right, I'll pick it this time. Okay. I got number eighteen. All right. I think that's towards the end. Um, so what's your most prized possession and why? Hmm. Most prized possession. That's a tough one. I will say that that speaker, I do use it every single day. Yeah. And it was only like 150 bucks, and I've used it for the past five years every single day in class. When I'm yeah. working out, when I'm doing my own work, I play music through it. Mm-hmm. So the, I don't even know what it's called, but the little jam box that I carry around, it's really easy to travel with. It's probably my most prized possession. It's just, you know, I, I, I use it so often. What about you? Um, my most prized possession? Hmm. I think that it'd have to be this uh, thing that I have up on my wall that my grandma gave me when I was younger. It's kind of like a dream catcher, but it's it's metal. And I just use it to sleep because, I don't know, I used to have problems sleeping. And so I've always had it hanging above my bed. I really like it. It's just the first thing that comes to my mind, too. And it reminds me of my family. So I really like that. Yeah. I like that you, you this question is, you know, really meaningful to you. <laughs> Mine is just practical. It's like, what do I use a lot? But, um, yeah, it's interesting. Prize possession. Can't really think of too many other things for me. Yeah, I don't know. I think of like uh, people more than like material things. I guess like that I that I value mm -hmm. definitely. I'm a big collector of books as an English teacher. That's one Ooh, thing. When I have yeah. money I, that I can spend, yeah. I just buy a book, and I have way too many books at my house. Um, so those are some of my prized possessions, and maybe you know maybe I don't need so many of them, but yeah. it's nice to have a collection of books that you, you know, have a full bookshelf. Definitely. I got to relate. I have, I have a um, bookshelf in my room and it's like a huge stack of books that I, I plan to finish over the summer. We'll see if I get to them, but I've been planning to get through them. So hopefully I'll, I'll read them soon. All right. Next question. Let's see. This is 13. Do you have any pet peeves, things that bother you? Yeah, my brother can attest to that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely have pet peeves. I think um, when people interrupt me, I don't like that. That's my dad. He he usually interrupts me. Um, I guess in the pool, when somebody, like, sprints warm up, that's just a big pet peeve that I have with my friends. Uh, I don't know. I think those are the two biggest ones. What about you? My biggest pet peeve, I think, um, is when people condescend to you or people speak down to you. Yeah. That's always really bothered me. Um, 
but there are so many little things that yeah, bother sure. me sometimes. But that's probably the one that actually makes me really mad is people speaking down to me. Yeah, I just, definitely. I just don't really like that. Um, yeah, that's a good question, though, the pet peeve one. Yeah, I feel like that's just like a daily thing that you're like, oh, that's annoying. But you don't really think about all the time, for sure. All right, next one. All right, you want me to do this? Okay. Got 17. What's the phone app you use the most? Mm. Phone app I use the most is, well, I do like Twitter. That's like my social media fix is Twitter. And I don't really like Instagram or I don't have Snapchat or TikTok. So Twitter is kind of the social media that I like Instagram. reading the news from, from mm -hmm. Twitter. Um, been using my camera lately, which is good. That's good. I think it's good to take photos. Um, yeah. Other than that, maps is essential. I need oh, it sure. when I'm going different places. Definitely. I need maps. Yeah, I guess. I think for me, it's definitely Snapchat. I gotta say, um, yeah, Snapchat. I tried. Actually, I did try to uh, delete TikTok for a week, and that went well. That saved me a lot of time, especially when I had a lot of homework. Um, but Snapchat is the one I use the most, I think. Do you get rid of TikTok at all in season? Does that help you with time? Because I know it's yeah. busy for you right now. Um, I've been trying to. Right now I still have it downloaded, but um, I'm going to try and delete it, I think. That's going to be one of my New Year's resolutions coming up. I have a few of them, and I'm going to try and delete TikTok, see how long I can last. Because... I don't actually think I need to be on TikTok that much. It's just something I like to do to scroll, and it wastes time. So I'm going to see how long I can go without it. Does Is there something about TikTok, though? I mean, is it is it a total waste of time, or is there something? Like, why do people love it so much? I don't know. I think for me, it's definitely tailored to what I like because it's my For You page. Um, I think it can definitely depend on each person. Uh, I like it because... Like, if I am in the mood to, especially now with, like, Christmas coming up, I want to buy a lot of presents for my family and my friends, and we have White Elephant or Secret Santa coming up. So I like looking at what people are getting on TikTok. So then I get ideas for what I want to get for other people. And I, that's my most recent use for the app, for sure. <laughs> One of the things I know about TikTok is that it's funny, you know. People yeah. are so creative and interesting and weird, yeah. right, on TikTok that I understand why it's so entertaining for people to spend all day on there. Definitely, definitely. I could, I could, I could definitely scroll. That's why I think the influencers get so much following because they're relatable and funny, which yeah. is a big part of it, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's unlike Instagram where everyone's trying to be super – I mean, I'm sure there's that element to TikTok yeah. where everyone's trying to be perfect and appear perfect, right? But mm -hmm. there's also the – funny side of people dancing and doing absurd yeah. things and yeah. saying things, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think so. Uh, would you say Snapchat is the way people mm. communicate, like friends communicate mostly in high school? Uh, yeah, Snapchat or text, I think, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of my group chats are over Snapchat, so yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next question. That was a good one. Is it me? Or I you? think it's you. Yeah. It's me. Okay. This is question number 12. It is what's one thing that can instantly make your day better? Ooh. 
my friends, I gotta say that, my friends definitely make my day better. Um, like whether, like if I'm doing homework or something and I am stuck on a problem and I just need a break, I'll call like a friend of mine and that makes it a lot easier to go back to the problem or just like make it so I, I like doing my work or something like that, but definitely my friends makes, makes it a lot better. What about you? Hmm. I think exercise for me because, mm. you know, if I'm stressed out or something's going off in my life or whatever it is, exercise, even if I'm having a good day, exercise makes it even better. better. Whether that's a, even a walk, you know, like a 30 minute walk, yeah. come back, you can do whatever it is you were doing, just refreshed, feeling better, mm-hmm. all of those things. So exercise for me. Um, trying to think what else. I mean, I mean, last year you, you said you went to hot yoga or something like that. So I always remember you talking about exercise. Um, but I think I've been recently going to the gym, um, because I swim a lot. We don't lift as much and I like that. That's fine. That's, that's good too. But I prefer swimming for my exercise. I think it depends what exercise for me. Is it any for you? Anything. Yoga. Um, lifting weights, walking, running. What's it been like going to the gym? Um, it's good. I go with a friend of mine who uh, lifts pretty regularly, and I've been trying to get into it. That's my second year's resolution um, is to go to the gym more and lift um, in addition to my, like, in-pool training schedule. How does lifting weights, like, yeah. translate to swimming? Yeah, I think it just makes you stronger all around um, because swimming can train like endurance, um, sprint. It just depends on what you swim. I think lifting just makes your muscles stronger and bigger. And also if you're more sore, more tired, and then you go into a training set, you get more out of it, more endurance, more everything. Are there any resistance training? Because I know how important resistance is in the water. Um, yeah, so we do that, uh, very scarcely, I think, but I've done resistance training sets. So that's like with a parachute, um, or band work or something like that. Um, and and that's, that's a fun set, but it's definitely for sprinters, I would say. Got it. Um, I'm more of a mid distance swimmer. Gotcha. So what is your like typical? Yeah. My typical events. Events. Yeah. I swim, uh, 200 and hundred backstroke. And I sometimes some 200 IM or 200 free. Gotcha. Okay, so 200 is up, back, up, back. No, so that's 100. That's 100. So in short course, a 200 is eight laps. Okay. Uh, So they're in back four times. And then uh, in long course, it's four laps. So they're in back, they're in back. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you do any... um... Like, how do you train for oxygen and breathing and that sort of thing in yeah. swimming? Yeah, so that's actually definitely been something I've been working on recently. Um, I use a nose clip when I swim backstroke uh, just because for some reason when I swim back, my head tilts uh, towards my chest. And so it might be because I, like, get water up my nose all the time. So I started using a nose clip because my friend suggested it. And my coach said it would be a good idea. And I just loved it. It helps me, I think, retain oxygen and just get more kicks off the wall. Um, last night we had like a big aerobic like set, and then right after we had um, training underwater. So it just like lots of 
repetition and practice of just holding your breath and knowing what that feels like. Definitely. Yeah. My biggest thing is, is breathing. You know, I never had formal, I, I probably did a long time ago, formal swim lessons, but I feel yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know if uncoordinated is the right word, but in the water when I'm trying to breathe, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm not doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think that's probably why I like backstroke the most because I get the most air out of all the strokes. Devin, yeah, that's just how I swim it. All right, let's go to let's go to the next one. What are you thinking about this? We've never done this before. I like it. I think it's a good one, especially like with the holiday season up. Like I'm expecting some of these ones to <laughs> to come up. Um, number sixteen. Sixteen. Getting all the teens. Uh, ideally, how would you spend your birthday? Ooh, I just had a birthday. Um, hmm. Well, I really like my birthday because it's right around Thanksgiving. Mm. So I'm always, I'm never working on my birthday or I was never in school on my birthday and I'm always home with my family. That's fun. And my dad's birthday is a couple of days before me. So we're kind of just all hanging out. Yeah. Um, and we've got Thanksgiving there and it's a nice little break. So... I've had some good birthdays because they're just all at home. Yeah. When when's your birthday? Are you It's March. March. Yeah, so I'm early early March. Um I don't know. I think I would want to see like a movie with like my my friends, I think. Or um, I want to see a movie with my friends and I want to have dinner with my family. Um Yeah, I I don't know. Nothing special. I like having like a normal day as a birthday. I don't yeah. like making it a huge deal. Yeah. That not a big party, day. not a surprise. No, I, I think I would just like want a normal day. Yeah. That's what I want for my birthday. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> would you want dinner at home with your family or would you want to go out somewhere? I think I would want to go out to my favorite restaurant. I, lo- I love Earth, Wind & Fire. Yeah. It's my favorite Baltimore restaurant. If anybody's looking for a new restaurant, I recommend it. Um, I always get their fries with ranch. It's a weird quirk, <laughs> but I like their fries with ranch and uh, the Lorenzo salad. That's that's my that's my order definitely at Earth Wind and Fire. Cool, good spot. Yeah, yeah. All right, my up or you up? I think I think it's you. It's me again. Okay, this is number three. Best vacation you ever took and why? Okay. Um, I think the best vacation I ever took was to San Francisco. Um, and that was because I got really into, uh, like all the places we visited. I loved, we went to, um, Muir Woods, which is this huge forest of trees. And I went with my brother and I loved it. Um, I really liked, um, the, I like Chinatown in San Francisco um, and I, we went to Alcatraz. I thought it was so cool. Wow. Um, what was that? So you take a boat over, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you take a boat. Um, we ended up getting like a headset and it like took you around the, the prison and, um, told us like the stories of the prisoners. Um, I, I thought it was so interesting, um, because I'd never seen anything like it. Uh, it was also just like a really cool trip. We went to Girardelli, like got the yeah. Sundays, um, had like these famous bread bowls uh, and biked across San Francisco Bridge. So that was a really memorable trip and one of my favorite because it was with my family. It was really fun. When did you me. go? How long ago? Oh, geez. I think it was in 
middle school, maybe sixth grade, yeah. something like that, pretty young. Um, but we only, we really only travel um, in August, actually, because with swim season, you can't travel during Christmas or uh, spring break. So we only travel in August, and I have, haven't really been traveling that much. So I would say that that's the one I loved. We were supposed to go, my lacrosse team in college were supposed to go play out in San Francisco, but oh, the... Yeah. It was like right when the wildfires were going on, so we had to cancel it. But we were going to go to Girardelli and yeah. Alcatraz and all of these places too. Yeah, we went to uh, like we went to San Francisco and um, Yosemite. That's why like I mentioned Muir Woods, and we were actually hiking and we saw we had to come down really fast because a wildfire started uh, towards the bottom of the trail, and so it's definitely a big issue. Like we saw that definitely up front. Yeah, for sure. Scary out there. Yeah. What about you? Did you have a favorite vacation? Favorite vacation I've ever been on? Mm, I've been on. I've been lucky because lucky, yeah. working at Gilman, um, I've been able to go to some really cool places through grants and through summer trips. Mm-hmm. My first year as a teacher here, they were looking for someone to go to Peru oh, and go to Machu Picchu and cool. take like ten or eleven boys over there. And I was just, you know, I was the third chaperone. Because I was new, yeah. and two other people had organized the trip, and I raised my hand because why not? Yeah, you know? definitely. That sounds so fun. There's been so my advisor is the uh, leader of the exchange program at Bryn Mawr, and it sounds really, really fun. I wish if I wasn't a swimmer and if I wasn't in practice every day, I would be definitely setting myself up for one of those trips. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I I got to go to Paris not too long ago too, and I just loved Me going too. to Paris. Yeah, I loved. I went to Paris last summer actually. Yeah. Liked it, was, it? It was good. Yeah, I loved it. It, yeah. it was really nice. It's a cool sure. city. Definitely. And it's fun to walk around. I mean, it's yeah. a big city, but I think pretty much everything that you want to get to is in walking distance. I went on some long walks, but... Yeah, there's some long walks there for sure. But... Um, we, we biked around a little bit. It, it's a really fun city. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. All right. I think I'm next. You're next. Okay. I got number 19. All right. Central part of your daily routine. Hmm. Central part of my daily routine. Coffee. Coffee? Yeah. It's just in my daily routine. Mm. Um, Either Keurig or Starbucks, which, you know, Starbucks is expensive and I go there a lot, but it's so convenient and the coffee is usually pretty good. You know, sometimes it's not, but usually it's, it's, it's tastier. Than, uh, than the Keurig for me. So coffee is my... That's like my mom. She loves her coffee. She's got to have her Starbucks coffee. That's that's it for her. Yep. Um, I think an essential part of my daily routine is swimming. Uh, I swim every day, so I think I got to say that one. Definitely. Do you swim... Do you ever take a break? Do you ever take, you know, like a couple weeks yeah. off of swimming? We have two weeks off in August. That's when we get to, to travel. Um, we have three days off coming up in uh, Christmas time, though. So I'm excited to see uh, family and my friends then, for sure. So one of the questions I was going to ask you, um, and this is, you know, maybe we're moving into the yeah. just the questions sure. about your life a little bit. Um, but I was wondering about like the mental side of swimming yeah. and the commitment that it takes to be a really good swimmer. Yeah. And maybe this is a separate question, but like when people see Mabel Koff, star swimmer, Yale University, yeah. 
like what don't they see about the sacrifices and the commitment that it takes to be really good at swimming? Um, I don't know. I was actually kind of thinking about this, you know, when we were decided we were going to do a podcast, like I was going to do the episode. Um, I decided to think about like when I started swimming. Um, so I actually started swimming because a friend of mine was a swimmer. She was my best friend in kindergarten and she ended up swimming because her older brother was swimming. So I I just hopped on the bandwagon. I just said, I'd like to join too. And she ended up switching to my current team, NBAC, which is um, a lot more commitment than my previous one in kindergarten. And when I tried out, I knew it was going to be a bigger commitment. I knew, um, I didn't necessarily know like it would become like what it is now. But I remember my dad um, telling me when I, when I, to decide I want to go he was like if you make a commitment you got to stick to it and so I think that's just been something that I've really kept in mind in swimming because it's it's all about like even though if I don't necessarily want to go to a practice every day I still do it's all about my consistency um and I think like the mental side behind that is just I I really like it at the core of it like I I used to swim and I didn't like doing the meets because I didn't like the competition, but I still loved to swim. So I would go to the practices every day and I wouldn't go to the competition. And when I switched to my team, I asked my coach if I if I couldn't do the competition, if I could just do the practices. And he said, that's like studying for a test, but never taking it. So you have to, you have to actually take it. And so when I was younger, I was put into summer swim so that I joined Meadowbrook Tomatoes. And I was also in my club team. So I did a bunch of competitions to kind of Build my love for the sport and get involved in a competition and I would definitely say at first I really didn't like competing I wasn't like very competitive but I was really grown into it um I think that's been a huge thing mentally for me is like learning to race and not just swim mm-hmm. um so how'd you yeah. learn how to do that I mean if that wasn't what was keeping yeah. you in was the competitive side of it or racing like how did you become into that or, yeah. or start to like to race? I think it had to do with like the coaches and my environment because um, once I was put into a new team, everybody loved to race and it was just a huge culture thing. Um, my coaches were so um, so helpful in putting me into new situations and my parents were helpful in encouraging me. Um, and then my friends also wanted to race. Like it was a healthy competition between us. Um, and they made me want to get better because I had goals. Like I wanted to get to the next swim group. I wanted to swim. I had friends who were in the higher group than me and I didn't start out like in the highest group at all. And so I wanted to start swimming with them again. I wanted to join their group. So I started swimming faster and then I I started just to have more goals. So it was like a gradual thing, but I would definitely say it's like my team culture and like the environment I was put in. Yeah, I hear that. Well, I think it's so important to love the sport, you know, especially when you're doing it in college because you could be really good at a sport and be really talented and invest all this time growing up into it. But I think when you go to college, it's just so much of your life and there are other things going on. And if you don't love the sport itself, you know, it's very easy to be like, why, why would I invest all this time into definitely. something? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. I think I think I have to love it for how much time and effort um, I put into I put into it. Um, 
I, I don't know, I'm very excited for to see where my swimming goes in college. I think it'll be new, something I've never experienced. I've been swimming on the same team since kindergarten. So, you know, there's definitely pros and cons to that. Like, I've known these kids for years. I've grown up with them. It's very comfortable and familiar. Um, but I think that being in a new environment is going to change it. I'm, I'm really excited for it. What are you most excited about next year? Can't believe it's almost, high school's almost over. Uh, what are you most excited about in college outside of swimming? Yeah, I think that the reason that I chose Yale is because it had that, like, uh, that had that life outside of swimming. Um, I'm really excited to meet the people there. That's what I'm most excited for because uh, the, the people in my class have been amazing. I'm so excited to meet more of them. Um, like when I visited, it was the people that really drove my decision um, because they were just so outstanding, so welcoming. Um, and I think like everybody was just so interesting. They had something to say, something interesting to contribute. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I'm so excited for just a change in atmosphere. Um, not to say that I'm not going to miss everybody here um, and like the place like I've grown up in, but I'm excited to experience something new and different. Yeah. It's so cool when you get there, people from all over the world and different places and different upbringings and totally different backgrounds and different sports, you know, it's cool to be sitting next to them at dinner or, definitely, you know, uh, walking through the, through the courtyard or wherever to your next class with them, you know, it's, you, you really broaden your perspective, I think through conversation with people and getting to know some, some different people. So, yeah, when I was, um, so I actually spent a night in the dorms and my host was kind enough to show me around and I was able to meet a bunch of different people who was living, who were living, um, on her floor, um, and her suite and it, they were just from all over. They had a bunch of different interests, and they talked to me about what they like to do and um, where they were from. There was somebody from Australia. Like It was very diverse, very broad, and I loved it. I thought it was so interesting. They all, Some of them were athletes. Some of them were involved in uh, acapella. It was so cool to see them, and they were all um, telling me about Yale and telling me how interesting it was. It was really exciting to hear about. Definitely. Do you, um, your freshman year, I think you live with random people, right? Not, yeah. not just swimmers. Yeah. So you all live in, um, this one area and, um, you, from my understanding, you fill out a form and they've kind of explained it to me. Like it's like the Hogwarts sorting hat almost where you just fill out things that you prefer and things that you like, and they try and match you with somebody with like-minded interests. So I'm, I'm hesitant, but I'm really nervous yeah. to see who I'm getting paired with. Um, I remember, I remember the summer before I went to school. I was, I got my roommates, yeah. and it was random, and I was looking at them on Facebook because I guess Facebook, oh, right. when I was in high school, was the TikTok, yep. you know. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, these people look so strange. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to live with them. Yeah. This is, I don't know. And I get there, and they're awesome, and you know, still some of the best people I know are my freshman year roommates and people I lived with freshman year. So, I've can't really judge from social media. I'm hoping I've heard I've heard both paths because I have a lot of friends who are in college right now as uh, juniors, sophomores, and freshmen, 
And I've heard both sides. I've heard some that have been like, I love my freshman year roommates. They're so cool. And I've had that have been like, ah, oh, they're not my favorite. Yeah. We didn't really hit it off. So I- I'm hoping, I'm going to go in with an op- optimistic mindset for sure, hoping we, we click, but we will see. <laughs> so let me ask you another question. Um, Bryn Mawr, mm-hmm. senior year, looking back on your experience. Yeah. How do you think you've changed from your freshman year to your senior year? Yeah, freshman year, we were in COVID. I mean, that's the first thing that sticks out to me. We were in, uh, we call it awesome spaces. So um, they set up desks in our gym for the freshmen and we were there. That's where our desk was. And then we went to class and we had uh, a plastic screen between us all. Uh, and some days I was virtual. So it was really a weird year for us. Um, I'd say we were, it was odd, odd because um, there's a lot of parallels, actually, I think, because as a, as a um, class, we were all in the gym. So everybody played basketball together during our downtime, or we all did stuff. And that's very similar to now because we have our senior room. And we're all together or there's a Jenga or we're all talking or, or doing something or have a whiteboard. So I see a lot of parallels, but obviously definitely has changed a lot. Um, I think just like maturity comes with age. Yep. Um, I think the saying is definitely true. I, I've i seen it just the way I approach schoolwork, the way I approach relationships. I think I've matured a lot from freshman year to senior year. Wow, that's crazy. I, f- I forgot that you, you know, you're still in high school during COVID. Yeah. Was this yeah. the, I guess this was the, um, what did we call it? The split classroom. So half yeah. COVID, half virtual, half in person. Yeah, it was, we had that like hiatus in eighth grade. And then when we came back, it was this like split. Um, hybrid learning. Hybrid, yes. Hybrid learning. We had that. And it was definitely different. I I actually found that I liked learning virtually. It was, um, it was fun. The thing that I missed most was my my teachers in person at reactions and like um, they were able to I think convey things and material better. Um, and then my friends, obviously, I missed them a lot. It was yeah. tough. And we were off swim athletics and swimming for a really long time. Yeah, what'd you do during you know as a swimmer during COVID? It was it was tough. I actually didn't swim so we had workouts of the day um so every day my coach would text us something to do uh I hate running I I really just don't like it um but one day I went to the Gilman track I live really really close and I did a 5k and I think I was sore for four days afterwards um so I tried definitely a bunch of different things we did like a yoga hour session that my coach sent um, but it was weird. It was really tough coming back to after COVID because we'd been out for so long. Um, and even with coming back, it was so weird in the pool. We had to social distance in the pool. Yeah. So we like would have people stop at the flags and then have people at the wall. And then they would go, you would come in and uh, swim. It was a really weird dynamic. It oh was my weird. gosh. Yeah, that's craziness. Yeah. Okay, well, the last part, unless we want to do one more sure, round, yeah. is um, maybe we'll do one more round of yeah. questions here, and then we'll do the book recommendations at the end. Okay. Do you want me to pick? I, 
I got it. Okay, we got number nine. Do you have a favorite holiday? Why or why not? I've been I've been looking at this question. I hope <laughs> I pick it. <laughs> favorite holiday for me is hmm. I do like Memorial Day, but really? I also really like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Just around my birthday, home with the family, as I already said. Memorial Day is cool because um, I, I have family in the military. It's cool to yeah. celebrate that. And it's also the lacrosse championship weekend, which has always Ooh. been special in my family because I've been going to the, you know, the final four to watch with my dad yeah. since I was a little kid. So it's always on TV and... You know, the last Memorial Day was my sister's wedding, so it was cool to have all of that, That's like, fun. family, wedding, lacrosse com- combination. Yeah, I really like that. So did you go watch the lacrosse game this past, uh, I think, or Memorial Day or whatever? Watched it on TV and then went to, to the wedding right wedding. after. <laughs> Got to have them both for sure. Um, I think my favorite holiday is Christmas. I, I love this season. I think it's so fun. Um, I get to see a lot of people, which I really like. Um, yeah, I love Christmas. I think it's so fun. Do you decorate? We do. Last year, unfortunately, we didn't get a tree until Christmas Eve, though. Um, so I'm hoping we get it sooner. <laughs> uh, we also have, um, when I was younger, we did the holiday meet. So, or sorry, candy cane meet, where um, we would swim at fun events, and then we would get candy canes after we raced. So it's always fun swimming. Um I, I love it. I think it's so fun. My, we buy, I live on a dead end. So we not only buy like a Christmas tree for my house, but a smaller tree for the cul-de-sac. And my brother and I decorate that. Um, and then people around my neighborhood host holiday parties. So it's always a really fun time, really festive. Awesome. I like it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Book recommendation. Book recommendation. What do you have for us? All right. So I think my book recommendation is The Nightingale by Kristen Hannon. And uh, it's, should I give us a not, like a sure. summary? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's uh, said in World War II. It follows two sisters. Um, and I really like it because it tells a story of uh, how you overcome tragedy, really, and what you do in the face of war. Um, I love it. I read it in like a weekend. Um, but I'm also somebody who really likes, uh, I, put, I, I really like, like, devastatingly beautiful books because Mm. they're so interesting to read and I really like them and I can really get into them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I love that book. I would recommend. Awesome. And then you had another one too, right? Yeah. I had To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, I love To Kill a Mockingbird. I think I really like it because it's one of my dad's favorite books. Um, But recently in my English class, we were talking about like the great American novel from your class because we read a bunch of American novels in 11th grade lit. And I think I'd have to say To Kill a Mockingbird is one of the great American novels Mm -hmm. um, because we were talking about The Great Gatsby. um, I think we were talking about Beloved. And it just, we were identifying a lot of like systems or like categories that made the great American novel. And I think they were talking about like social class, race, um, it has to be an accessible book. It has to be well-known. Um, and I think that, or even like a love story in there, it just, I think that To Kill a Mockingbird checked off so many boxes um, for me. And I also really enjoyed it. And yeah. I read it when I was younger. And 
I think it's pretty well known, but I still think I should shout it out because I really like that book. It's been one of my favorites in my bookshelf. I'm glad that you brought both of those books. The first, The Nightingale, is one that I want to read really badly. You say you read it in a weekend, but it's honestly intimidating to me (laughs) because it's a pretty big book. It's it can be it's pretty hefty, but I I love it. I thought it was I thought it was really well done. Um, I really like World War II novels. I think they're really interesting. Um, I think it's really fascinating, like, stories. My dad has recently given me All the Light We Cannot See. It's in my stack of books to read, if you've heard of it. And it's a movie now, too, I think. I know. I want to read it before I see the movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of my one of my things. I just got to read it before I see the movie. I don't want it to ruin it. Um, but he's told me a lot about it, and I that's definitely on the list for me. Um, because I love, like, I loved The Book Thief, too. I thought that was such a good book along the same lines of World War II novels. Awesome stuff. And then the other one, To Kill a Mockingbird, is one I'm embarrassed to say that I really? only last read, I think, in eighth grade, and I don't... Yeah. I remember it, but, you know, I don't think I was... Yeah. ...equipped I, enough to understand and read it in eighth yeah. grade, and I think it should be a part of my 11th grade American Lit class, but they teach it in ninth grade, I believe, here. Oh, really? Yeah, so. we read it in seventh grade. I want to reread it again. I've recently reread it, but I want to reread it again because I just think it's so well done. I like it a lot. Um, I think... I haven't seen the movie, actually. I think that should be on my checklist. It's not something I've been thinking about, but Harper Lee, I think, is a great author. Um, So I would definitely recommend that book, too. Awesome stuff. Well, Mabel, good luck with swimming. Thank you for coming in today, and thanks for playing the 20 questions game. I hope hope it was smooth. I mean, I think it was good to kind of get comfortable talking on the podcast if it's a first-time thing, and you know, it was, uh, it's had some good questions for us to talk about. Definitely. It was fun. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks.